saying no. Okay, okay, welcome back to From the Fabricator. Uh, this is the first of two December episodes. The next one's a special one, which I will give you a heads up on at the end of this podcast. But this one's a good one, and I can't wait. I've got Mike Soroka, Laura Little from Gold Ray Glass, fantastic duo, uh, brother and sister team from uh, Canada. They're unbelievable. It was fun to kind of pick their brains. And uh, they they uh, really, really brought some interesting points to the table. And then I have Kyle Lindersmith from Berkel. Uh, that uh, is a machine that uh, is definitely changing a lot of things uh, with regards to laminating and a good guy too, uh, somebody who's uh, relatively new to our world and really making a nice impact uh, and, and good to get to know him. So that's coming up. A couple pieces of housekeeping last month when I talked about the uh, women in glass and construct glass and fenestration that is at Glassbuild, uh, the great session that we had there. I accidentally called Alicia Hamilton, Alicia Smith, uh, the mush brain strikes again. So my apologies, Alicia, Alicia Hamilton from the NGA. And then also, if you missed it, I posted uh, on my blog this week and also uh, separately, Vardon Mehta, uh, previous guest on this podcast, had a great article on successful relationships between architects and manufacturers. And um, yeah, that's one that uh, our industry talks about all the time is how to get in front of architects, how to be better with architects. Uh, architect, architect, architect. And and uh, Vardon uh, gave you some insight there. And so check that out. That is on my LinkedIn feed uh, and is on this week's blog. And if you can't find it at either place and you're listening to this, just drop me a note and I will uh, send you the link. Uh, so it's good stuff there. So enough of me. Now let's get ready to hear from first Laura and Mike from Gold Ray Glass, then Kyle, and then I'll see you on the other side with news about my next December podcast. Here we go. Okay, okay. To kick things off, I am. Uh, this is this is awesome for me. I'm thrilled. I say it every month, but you know, and I mean it every month. This is really cool. I've got Mike Soroka, CEO, and Laura Little, VP of Sales and Marketing for Gold Ray Glass, and uh, I love these two. I think they're awesome. Uh, the thought came to me to have them on a podcast when I did a, a story on siblings in our industry and 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 rock star siblings and. In the dictionary next to Rockstar Siblings are pictures of these two. So there's no <laughs> doubt. Thank you both for joining me on this podcast. I can't wait to talk to you. Oh, excited for it. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. My pleasure. So I, I know it's odd, you know, you know, from the standpoint of of working with the brother-sister dynamic, because a lot of in this industry is brother-brother uh, sort of thing. I had the brother-sister dynamic. I worked with my brother, Steve, my sister, Marcy, and it, it was awesome. But also there were days where it was a little rough. Um, I was the baby uh, of the family and, and am the baby of the family. So I was 10 years younger, am 10 years younger than my brother, 12 than my sister. So my sister always looked out for me when my brother picked on me sort of thing. So mm -hmm. so it was kind of a different sort of dynamic. You guys uh, have an interesting dynamic because, you know, you grew up, you know, somewhat together. I don't know a ton about your age differences or anything like that, but you grew up in the business, you know, basically together and working together. So I guess I'll start with you, Mike, you know, what's it been like working, you know, you know, you know, growing up in the business at Gold Ray and then working with your family and specifically Laura? Um, I mean, growing up in a family business is, um, I find it very fortunate. I think I'm really, really lucky to, uh, uh, to have done that. Uh, there's so much experience you get, even as a kid, um, coming into work and work with your parents and, yeah. and, um, and getting to work with your brother and sister. And it's, uh, 
it, it certainly has had a, a huge impact on who I became. Um, it's a family business is essentially how you eat. Uh, <laughs> so yes. you're, you're, you're looking out for uh, the livelihood. And so uh, to be able to, to, to grow up in that is awesome and, and, and have uh, working with, um, well, parents originally and then siblings um, after and then continuing on just siblings and, um, um, and wife. So if you want to talk about family right. business, you yeah. live together, you work together. I, That's what it was like growing up. And now is I did it all over again. So it's, uh, um, but it, it's fantastic, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I know that I, I have the same dynamic. Uh, my wife was our credit manager while I was in sales. And, and it, that was special because she was cutting off people I was trying to sell sort of thing. So <laughs> those were not fun conversations of, of why somebody was on hold. Uh, I, I, I can tell you that I lost every single one of them. Laura, you, your thoughts. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Again, you know, you know, you both bring a different sort of approach to the business too, which I find interesting. But Laura, you know, working with your family, what's been your your experience? I love working with my family. Yes, we have conflicts. It is not utopia yep. here at Goldray. <laughs> we have conflicts, but when you're working with your family, you've got a level of trust that you yep. you can't compare to. And so you have the trust and the ability to conflict with people and have different opinions. And then you find a way to come back together and you see your coworkers as, um, as more human beings. So you can connect with them on a way that really motivates you to resolve conflict, which yeah. I think is really powerful. And it's made for a really good work environment. Working with family also allows you to be authentically more yourself. I don't really have home Laura and work Laura because right. they know me in both places. Uh, and so, um, you know, I can come to work and just be who I am, which I think is a gift that I feel we have a luxury of having. And I try to extend that to everybody else that we work with too. So if I get to be authentically myself, then everybody that walks through these doors gets to be authentically themselves too, which I think is a really powerful part of family business that we don't always talk about. And, and that's a, it, it, to me, that's a great word, authentic, because that is Goldray. Goldray is authentic. I mean, you know, it, it truly is genuine, just the approach that you guys take. And, and it's funny, I think I may have told the story on the, on the podcast in the past was, you know, my brother and sister and dad were all in the business. My mother wasn't, and I was young and, and we would have family dinners. And when my brother and sister and dad would start get get going, and it, sometimes it would go downhill real fast. My mother would pipe up and say, so how's the weather? You know, do anything she could to change the subject. Now, I couldn't imagine all of you guys in the business at the same time. That that, that makes it even more adventurous. But uh, again, I enjoy the the authentic, uh, authentic nature. And I love that you use that term uh, of goal Ray, because there's no, you know, there, there, there's no posing. You guys are what you are and you're awesome at it. So uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan for sure. Uh, and, and I like that you guys get along too. Uh, and, and, and no doubt that there are arguments uh, along the way because you have to have that. If you don't, you know, then the business doesn't get better. And we're going to mm -hmm. talk about how Gold Ray continues to get better. And so talking about that was I had Kathy, your mom, on the podcast last year. Um, unbelievable person. Uh, I think you guys can agree. And if you didn't, you'd probably get grounded still. Uh, but <laughs> but fantastic, fantastic person. Now she's transitioned away and out of the business for the most part. And you guys stepped up into more responsibility. How is that going? I'll start with you, Mike, because, you know, obviously you're stepping into some gigantic shoes. 
I think, um, I mean, it's, it's been a pretty, it was a pretty natural transition, to be honest. I mean, um, you've got uh, 10 years child labor, uh, 26 years as a, as an honest taxpaying uh, employee and um, kind of the growth of the company, you're, you're um, <laughs> groomed is probably the wrong word nowadays <laughs> on the internet. Um, but you're prepared, yeah. you're prepared for it. <laughs> you're prepared. Yeah. Yes. But really, I mean, just uh, like uh, I said earlier, when you're when you're growing up in a company, you are shaped by that company, and also when you're working on the company, you are shaping that company. the The, the relationship is is reciprocal, and and a lot of um, uh, being set up is, I mean, working uh, with my dad on the factory floor, and and learning and experimenting and um i i think we've lit two things on fire over the course of our careers that um fire trucks have had to come <laughs> to put out so i mean we like to play uh sometimes sure. uh, not as safely as you should but um you you uh yeah you truly become part of the business and so as we uh move forward it's it really felt um, like a, a pretty natural transition to come in and and um, um, Goldrate being um, early in the decorative glass yeah. uh, um, uh, world and, and helping shape that industry. Um, yeah, both, uh, I mean, Kathy and Greg both have had massive impacts yes. on, on, uh, on the, um, the industry as a whole. And so it's been, really a privilege to, to be able to do that. And then just to continue it on, it's um, really, I, I got to move from the person that had to do things to moving into a role where um, creating environment where other people are doing the work, doing the innovation and um, uh, surpassing my ability to do things and, and really bring in the expertise. So um, I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, that change in growth and, and seeing what uh, the the new generation is is going to do at Goldray. I like that. I like that. And and Laura, for you, uh, you know, my experience, first experience with you is during the pandemic, and you were doing the the, the unbelievable uh, you know presentations that really kind of took off. Lisa from your place, you know, helped uh, you know really get them going, and then you with your energy came through. How's it been for you, kind of settling into this new and and more expanded role? It's been a lot of fun. It's so interesting, you know, growing up in a business and watching it build and grow. Like Mike said, it's, you know, I've become woven into the fabric of who the company is. And so now it's my job to tell everybody in the world about what's happening here at Goldray. And it's a really powerful position to be in because I'm genuinely really excited about some of these things and the innovations that Mike's talking about. And so how has it been? It's been awesome. It's one of those jobs where uh, you don't want to tell people how fun it is because then everybody's going to want the role. <laughs> um, but it's it's um, it's taking you know a natural skill set of mine, which is connecting with people, yeah. helping them solve problems, and understanding you know uh, what the outside world is is doing, and bringing the 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 problem solving that we're doing here at Goldray out to the outside world. So it's been it's been a challenge for sure, especially taking over sales in the middle of a pandemic when you can't see people. Right. That that was a fun way to get going, but it's it's a journey. 
Yeah, but but again, I, I think that you you took that situation and and you made the most of it because your your presentations during that were game changing, you know, quite frankly, because you know you were able to really do it in an original, once again, authentic way uh, that really made a difference, and and that kind of leads me into the evolution. I mean, you guys continue to evolve, and so Laura, I'll start with you. I mean, what's got you excited? Uh, you know, you know, put the sales hat on. You, you, there's got to be a ton of different things that you've got. Uh, you know, that's got you fired up over there. There is. And Mike makes me sign something every month saying, I won't tell anybody outside what's <laughs> happening in our R&D department. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, so our industry has changed. The whole world has changed so dramatically in the last two, three years that, you know, Gold Ray, if you know Gold Ray, you know that we position ourselves to help people. We are very much a supporter. And so we love to find problems and we love to solve them. So being in a position where the world has more um, change happening in the last two years than we've seen in the last 20 years gives us a whole heck of a lot of opportunities to help solve problems. And so, you know, we used to look at um, the aesthetics of glass. It was our mission to find all of the all of the ways and all of the places that you could use glass. Right. And so we used to we used to do a lot of decorative solutions where you can make glass look like wood. You can make glass go on a ceiling. You can make glass go inside and outside. And right. um, and that was a real driver for us. Now the question is the same: How can we make it easier for people to use glass? But the problems are different. We have supply chain struggles. How right. do we make it easy for people to use glass in spite of the supply chain issues we're having? Our costs in our industry have gone up more than we've ever seen. How do we still make it easy for people to use glass in spite of cost increases and excess and all of those things? So that's what's got me fired up is um, all of the opportunities to continue to solve problems for people. And, and, and on that in that note, like the, the wall cladding that you do, that that's a great example of something that you had a product that that is great, but then you went that next step and figured out how to make it easy on everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm a big fan of that. And I assume that product is, is at Mosaic. Do I have that correctly? You know, that's I assume that's still going well for you. You bet. Yeah, that's a huge driving force um, in the industry in general. How can we make it easier to install and have less of a demand on uh, skilled trades? That's really important in construction right now. So yeah, that's huge for us for sure. Nice, nice, and to, nice call. And, and and to you, Mike. I mean, the the innovations. So you're you're creating new NDAs each week for for poor Laura to sign. <laughs> That, that's I I don't think I could work for you I I probably you know I, I'd be losing my mind if I if I couldn't talk about it but good for you How, how's it all going on your end what's got you fired up about it oh uh, I think really I had to continue on with Laura saying there is there's so much opportunity to do things better and and um, uh, so not even we solve problems but sort of create value for the whole supply chain too. I mean, you we, we talked about Mosaic and the system and we've been doing that for a good amount of time now, but uh, even being able to support our customers who obviously is having labor issues and finding project managers and stuff. And the fact that we could take on doing some, the takeoffs, we can take off stuff. So so really helping out our, our customer who's having resource uh, strain uh, to be able to, to work with them on that, to uh, 
uh, connect with the architect and collaborate earlier on the process so that uh, it there there's less uh, RFIs later on um, when when it goes out for bid, and um, and yeah, there's there's always hey this could be better this could be better and and how do we do that and and really position ourselves that um, have an answer before people ask the question. Um, and, and build build a bunch of tools in your toolbox so that when someone comes up and says, can you make this? Um, we can say, yeah, we can, and with a, a reasonable degree of confidence. Um, so it's, it's, it's fun. And not only can you make it, but you can support it. And that's the, the biggest thing because that's something people do run into. I am with Mike Soroka, CEO, Laura Little, VP of Sales and Marketing, Gold Ray Glass. You can find them online, everything we're talking about at www.goldrayglass, all one word, .com, goldrayglass.com. Uh, great website, by the way, if you're a fan of websites and, and kudos again to you, your team, Lisa, and everybody there. It's uh, fantastic stuff. Uh, so fun one. Uh, and, and it's first time me asking this question. So hopefully you guys thought about this one. If you could be any fictional character, who would it be and why? And, and the reason I thought about it for you too is that Mike is 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 such a a calm, focused presence. I wanted to get you out of your 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 zone a little bit, and then I can't wait to hear what the most enthusiastic person in in the industry, Laura, has to say. So, so, so Mike, uh, who is it? Who's the fictional character that that is okay. you? Well, I was so happy it wasn't a sports question. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Um, well, I narrowed it down to two. Uh, it's either, uh, but they're both Ayn Rand characters uh, okay. out of the novel. So it'd be a uh, Hank Reardon or Howard Rourke, um, either from from The Fountainhead or Alice Shrugged. I would it would have been tie for me between those two. Nice, nice. I could see that. I could see that. So yeah, uh, of course you 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 didn't fail me. I knew you would come up with something perfect for you because you're good. <laughs> you're so good. And and Laura, now I'm really curious to see what you have. Well, mine is much less intellectual than Mike's. <laughs> different strokes for different folks it's all yeah. good yeah this this was a difficult one for me because I'm definitely not up with pop culture I don't let, watch a lot of tv um and so as I thought about it uh, if I could come up with a fictional character that I feel like I connect with or emulates me I thought yeah. about um Phoebe on Friends oh my gosh because she is she's a little quirky she's very much herself but she's a real um hippie at heart and she's just trying to get along in the world of you know New York City and um it's funny, I used to, when I was a kid and a teenager, I used to always give Kathy a hard time about being a hippie uh, and being very granola. And then as I grew up, it, I learned that the apple didn't fall very far from the tree. <laughs> yep, it's, it's in the genes, unfortunately, whether we yeah. like it or not. So That's right. Yeah, I'm a real uh, granola person at heart. I love it. And uh, Friends is one of my favorite shows. And Phoebe Buffay, that, that, that works. You guys have that same, <laughs> that energy. You know, that energy that, that covers the room. Good, good call. You both came through. Very nice. Very nice. I love it. I love it. Uh, moving on, because I know you guys, again, are, are swamped. you got a great business up there. And, uh, you know, one of the things I love uh, that you guys do is your involvement in, in the industry. It's something that I harp on, you know, on the blog and on the podcast. I love companies that get involved in Gold Ray in a lot of ways leads the way, you know, you'll, you'll do, do a video here and there. You'll, you'll, you come to everything, you support everything. Uh, so, so what, what's that driving, uh, you know, force to do that? Because again, you know, as I've said to many people, you don't have to do that, especially when you've built a reputation like you guys have, 
you know, I mean, you know, you don't have to, to give of yourself. So where does that come from? Uh, Mike, you want to take that first? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's uh, really two really driving things. One, I mean, Gold Ray by itself is supportive. We, we try to support our customers. We try to support each other. We try to um, support really built into a lot of what we do. And, and uh, supporting an industry in such an amazing industry that we have, like it's, it's, um, I like going to all the conferences just so I can see everybody again. It's, it's just, it's, it's, I really look forward to it. And, and it's such an amazing industry and the stronger we make it and the stronger that our industry gets, um, the more we all benefit. So, I mean, um, um, it is it, just, I think it's best for everybody that we all kind of work together, collaborate. Uh, we've done projects with our competitors where we, we were both the best at something and together we were able to do it in a part it wouldn't have gotten done. And so um, just everybody working together to, to, uh, to, um, to, to move this forward is, is just in everybody's best interest. And, and, and it's fun to do it with such a good group of people. Such a great attitude. I wish more people would take that attitude on just because, you know, it, it, you know, the, that that whole rising tide sort of thing, you know, makes makes a lot of sense. And Laura, I mean, you know, it may be a little different for you on the other end, because you're in the sales end, you know, so so focused. So sometimes you, you may not be as as has, uh, you know, uh, open to maybe competing with somebody who you're you're banging heads with on a project. But again, you guys still show up to everything you're involved, your thoughts on on, you know, why you guys do what you do and why you do what you do. I think I would echo what Mike said in some ways, support and collaboration are both uh, woven into the fabric of who Gold Ray is. And so it feels very natural for us to find a, a place where we can support and collaborate other people that are just like us. Uh, the Mike's not wrong. The industry is what has brought me into. So I joined the industry much later than Mike. Uh, okay. He's been here since, um, since he was... <laughs> an infant yeah he was in the uh, child labor laws yes yeah. <laughs> and I went out into the world and did my own thing and then I ended up coming back and a big part of that is because of the people in the industry and how they operate uh, so you would think being in sales that um I'm uh um, more butting heads with competitors. And it, it's very much the opposite. I will collaborate with, with any of our competitors. And I, I talked to a lot of them, especially at the last NGA event. I connected with a ton of other decorative glass manufacturers. And we all agree that pushing opportunities for the industry in general makes us all stronger. And maybe you win one and maybe sure. maybe we lose one. And, uh, and, and that's just part of business. That's just the fun game of it. But we are always stronger if we're working together. That's how Gold Ray operates internally. And so it's just a natural um, extension that that's how we operate externally. And I think that's why you see more Gold Ray employees as well. It's not just Mike and I yeah. um, pushing the collaboration with the industry. Everybody that works here sees value in it because we really truly believe that people are stronger together. And, 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 and I didn't realize I didn't realize that you you were somewhere else before you got in the in, in the industry. What were what were you doing before you got the the call to come home, sort of thing? <laughs> well, this maybe goes back to the hippie conversation. <laughs> oh boy! I was uh, so I, I I got my degree in developmental psychology. So child perfect psychology. for this industry. Absolutely, yeah. it's perfect for this industry. <laughs> 
I spent many years working with children with disabilities and um, uh, teaching young kids. uh, And then I transitioned into being, I was a yoga teacher and I was a birth doula, always connecting with people and always supporting people. And so for sure, sales uh, and marketing has been a, a natural transition to what drives me as a person. Nice. I did not know that. And, uh, and, and I love it. And, and speaking of people, I will say you have a, a gentleman there, Selwyn, who, who is, is, is a riot to see. I've never met him in person. I've only seen him in videos. But if I had to assign a fictional character to him, he's James Bond. Uh, <laughs> the guy, and I'm shocked that Hollywood has not grabbed him yet, you know, just because he's got it. He, you know, so, so, so for sure. So James Bond there, uh, I can't wait. One of these days I'll meet him in person. I, uh, I have to get his autograph sort of thing. So awesome. I, I love what you guys are talking about. Uh, again, Mike Soroka, Laura Little, Gold Ray Glass, find them online, goldrayglass.com. A couple more questions. Um, and I think that, that in a way you both have somewhat answered this already, but I'm just curious, especially, you know, with what's going on right now with supply chain, how has an industry, can we get better? Uh, you know, what can we keep doing to get better? Laura, I'll start with you. What, what are your thoughts on how we can get better as an industry? How we can get better as an industry. Um, so within construction, there's been a, a long history of sort of doing things the way that we've always done them. And it's not because people don't want to do things differently. I think that you need Um, pockets of people within an industry that will always question and they'll always ask why are we doing this and could it be better and so as an industry what I think we can do to get better um, is to always be questioning and to be collaborating and working together so you brought up mosaic as our um, our wall cladding system our quick install wall cladding system that was a product of glaciers coming to us and saying this product is is difficult, or this is the struggles that I'm having, or I wish it could be like this. And if we took the stance as a company of like, well, you know, it is what it is, then we don't improve as an industry. Uh, If we're always questioning and asking um, and collaborating, we will come up with better answers. I think that manufacturers are in a really unique position. Um, Glazing contractors want to install innovative products and they often install what is specified. And so if we, we have a luxury as a manufacturer that we get to be really creative and come up with solutions, whether it's supply chain issues, whether it's lead time issues, whether it's installation issues. Um, And so for us to squander the opportunity that we have would be irresponsible in my opinion. Tremendous, tremendous. Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. It's um, it's uh, creating solutions for people that um, <clears throat> uh, sometimes, yeah, they're they're driven by um, uh, complaints of uh, I can't stand this, or we'll run into a really difficult project where um, maybe there's unforeseen circumstances, or you start seeing trends in the industry of, of frustrations that, that you can solve. And, um, and then again, kind of back to the, uh, comment earlier about, uh, developing and getting ready, um, for, for problems that may arise. Um, I, I use, a uh, Henry Ford quote around here quite often where uh, he said that if I asked my customers what they want, they'd say faster horses. Um, and um, but we're not uh, riding horses to work anymore. And so yep. sometimes uh, it's also um, picturing what could be 
um, or what would be ideal or, or um, if I could reimagine this, what would that look like? Um, and then the hard part is convincing the world your idea is a good one. Um, yeah. But that's Laura's job. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. And, 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 and I, I thought you were going to use the Henry Ford quote, you can have any color you want as long as it's black. Oh, yes. Yeah, no. yeah that, 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 that'd be great for a decorative glass manufacturer, right? So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think no. that would work, but I do like what you both are saying. And I do think the always questioning is, is a big one. And I do think that a lot of times uh, we as an industry take the path of least resistance, you know, whichever fastest, whichever is easiest. Um, and that's where we get bogged down and we can't do that. We have to keep evolving, you know, and we have to keep questioning, you know, how can we do better? How can we, you know, provide these solutions? You know, efficiency matters more than ever now. Because it, it mattered before because of the bottom line. It matters now because you can't get product. You only get one shot at it, you know, sort of thing. You've got to get it right mm -hmm. and get it right fast because people are waiting on it more than they had before. So that's a, that little my editorial there off of uh, your guys' excellent question answers to my questions. So wrapping up, last question. 2023 is uh, almost here. This is uh, you know dropping here uh, at the beginning of December. Uh, you know what's on tap for Gold Ray in 2023, or how you guys feeling, sort of thing. I mean, it's it's been an interesting year in some ways. Uh, so, Mike, start with you. 2023, how you feeling? It's going to be interesting because I think nobody knows. Um, right. I think. Um, I don't know how you have a recession and hyperinflation at the same time. Um, right. <laughs> one is supposed to balance the other. Yes. Um, so I'm, I, I, I think we're at a point of fundamental change. And I think in 10 years from now, we're going to look back and say, yeah, the pandemic was weird. Yeah, and supply chain was hard. But man, did 2023, boy, did the world change. And I think we've got to refigure out how the world's going to work. And I think this is the year that's going to happen. Interesting, interesting. Laura, your take. Yeah, I would agree with Mike. Um, because I'm Canadian, I have to reference a, um, a hockey player, Wayne Gretzky. I'm sure right. you're familiar with Wayne Gretzky. When people ask him what, how he was so successful, he used to say he doesn't skate to where the puck is. He skates to where the puck is going to be. And Perfect. perhaps with the World Cup happening, I should say we're going to run to where the ball will be. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm I'm relatable outside of just my Canadian honky friends. <laughs> I love it. I, but I love trying it. to to look at the problems not as problems, but as opportunities for us to come up with. You know, from my side, we we spend a lot of time with architects and designers. So how am I going to support architects and designers to use as much glass as I possibly can? when I can't go see them in person, when they're working from home, when they want things in the middle of the night and they want access to people and support. Um, it's an exciting time. It's it's change, but because our, our, our nature is to embrace change and use it, I think 2023 is going to be an exciting time for the world and it's going to be an exciting time for Gold Ray too. No doubt, no doubt. Boy, you're so well-spoken, both of you guys. <laughs> uh, and I, I agree, 2023 is, is going to be a, it's going to be an interesting year because we don't know, like Mike said, you know, you just don't know anymore, you know, conventional wisdom. And I may have said it on a previous podcast, conventional wisdom, I think, you know, was taken out by COVID, you know, you know, now it doesn't exist anymore post COVID because things that you could count on happening just don't happen the same way anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, and so trying to guess what 2023 is going to be is, is so tough. The metrics are there uh, for us, especially on the commercial side, but you just don't know how it's all going to play. 
Uh, and so it's all of these things that you talked about, the foundation uh, of, you know, questioning things, creating solutions, evolving, you know, communicating obviously is a big one, which you, you guys do well. Uh, I, I think that those are the things that everybody has to do coming into this year. So uh, before I let you go, any final thoughts, uh, uh, you know, you know, for, for the industry to hear since uh, I'm lucky enough to get the brother sister combo here on my podcast. I'll let Laura take that one. <laughs> My final thoughts are, um, I think, Max, I hope you understand what a strong presence you are in our industry. You are eternally positive. And what you and everybody else at the NGA does for our industry, I don't know if you get thanked enough well, thank uh, for the, the power that you have and the relationships that you build and I truly do mean it. And I know Mike means it, that this is the best industry in the world to be in. And um, uh, I think we all play a big part in that. So what do I want to say to the industry is um, join us because you'll yeah. never be able to beat us. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Now that's that. Thank you for that. That's uh, incredibly kind. And I know the NGA staff uh, appreciates, appreciates that, appreciates what you guys do. And again, that authentic nature really comes through. So uh, again, tremendous time spending with you guys, but I know you're both really, really busy. I've been with Mike Soroka, CEO, Laura Little, VP of Sales and Marketing there, Gold Ray Glass, uh, simply one of the best players we have in our industry. GoldRayGlass.com is where you can find them online and, and learn more about everything that they can do. And you will see them at different events like the glass conferences and BEC and so on. So now that you've seen their faces, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, go up and uh, say hi. And uh, they will be exactly like this in person. Uh, <laughs> nice and friendly and smart, uh, well put together folks. Thank you so much for joining me, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, okay. Now, uh, next up on the podcast, Kyle Lindersmith of Burkle America, Burkle USA, sales manager uh, for PV and Glass. You can find them online at www.burkleamerica.com. Uh, this guy and this company made a huge splash at GPAD. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. But Kyle, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Of course, not a problem. Happy to be here. So it's awesome to have you. And, and uh, I got to, I've gotten to know you now for a little over maybe a year and a half. I met you at Glass Build in 2021. Uh, got to see you in action at GPAD in early 2022. Uh, and what was interesting about you is, is that you've kind of worked your way into this sales manager position coming from the service side. So let, let's talk about your career and your path and, uh, and, and really go, transferring from service to sales uh, with Burkle. Yeah, so in February, I'll be with the company for 25 years, a long, wow. long time, no doubt about it. Um, started off at Burkle as a service tech back in 98, um, just kind of a fluke, ran into these guys. I was working for another company called Hutchinson Technology and kind of bumped into them installing some equipment. They were looking for somebody and the next thing you know, I'm getting my hair cut and I'm on a plane to California and nice. everybody had a, a good giggle at work because I took an impromptu couple of days off and cut my hair. It used to be down to here. So everybody knew something was up, but uh, yeah, I had dinner and drinks and that was my interview and, and all of that fun stuff. And next thing you know, I'm on a plane off to Germany for a month for training and kind of worked my way up the ladder a little bit in the service department and then moved into service management after about four years and was doing that until 2020 when I moved into the sales department full time. So 
certainly my experience in the, in the service department over all of these years, you know, it's, it's account management, right? It's just yeah. like sales because you have to stay on top of every one of the projects, every one of the customers and, and really service the heck out of them. You know, we always say sales sells the first machine and service sells the rest. So, you know, we are a very sales oriented organization. And so all throughout all those years, yeah, it was kind of training, if you will. So when we made the transition, I think it was pretty easy for me. You know, I mean, literally I was service manager on Monday and sales manager on Tuesday. And so it was uh, an interesting kind of baptism by fire. But again, you know, all that time that I had spent um, traveling with the salesmen, going to trade shows, providing technical support on their sales calls really prepped me well. So it was a pretty easy transition for me. Very cool. Very cool. And I, I, I could not uh, picture you with long hair uh, you know, down yeah. past your shoulders. So, so were you in a heavy metal band? Yeah, I mean, what was the deal here? I'm sorry, what? Were you in a heavy metal band uh, with the long hair? No, I mean, no, no, no. I ran, I ran sound for a band and okay. I don't know, it, it started off uh, as a ponytail and then I decided I'm going to let it all go the same length. So I had to wear a hat for like a year because it was never long enough for a ponytail. Right. Or it, so I had to wear a hat for a long, long time and had that long hair for a long, long time. And I was an old car stereo guy. That's what I started doing before all of this was installing car stereos and you know, certainly like the Metallica and the ACDC yeah, and all nice. that fun stuff, but it, it wasn't wearing the heavy metal t-shirts. It was more of a fashion statement. At the I, time. I love it. I, I love it. And, and I, I, 25 years and I like the fact that, uh, you know, when you go from technical to sales, it, it's almost like you have a cheat code because you know how everything works. And, and it actually makes selling easier. And I see that more and more now in, in other parts of our industry, that it's more technical sales is taking over versus the old fashioned kind of approach to being just a sales person. You know, you, you know, having those technical chops really matter. And I'm sure that helps you each and every day now. Yeah. And I see that, you know, and uh, you know, early on, you know, when I started calling on customers, you know, I was a little bit nervous about, you know, being more technical than, you know, the silver tongue salesman. Right. Um, but it just, as you sit down, you know, as you say, you know, I've been traveling with the sales guys for years and years right. and, you know, in the past there was a lot of the, the tongue Smith and, and, and all of that, but now, you know, more and more, you know, everybody can find the information they need on the internet. Yeah. Know, they don't need for you to go and necessarily educate them as much as in the past. So a lot of times when we're, we're coming in and sitting down with folks, it's, it's getting right down to business, right down to technical aspects and details. And most of the time, you know, I'm not, don't even meet the purchasing agents, you know, the engineers and, and all those folks on the floor are handling all of the, all of the technical details and then, okay, right. you know, commercial financial and you get that done at the end. But uh, it, it's been a real asset for me, you know, especially here with the IFL, um, you know, I participated in the installation down at PGT. So as I'm at, whether it's glass build last year, glass build this year, glass tech, GPAG, whatever the case may be. You know, it's been nice because I can answer those questions on the spot. You, know, you don't have to go back to the factory. Well, let me get sure. back to you and, and really get into the nitty gritty details. And I think as people walked away from the booth, you know, I heard it several times say, hey, you answered all my questions. We'll let you know if we if we need anything. Right. So nice. I, nice. I think that's been a real advantage for me. For, that, sure. Uh, for sure. For sure. OK, so now it's time we, we, so we talk a little bit about Berkel and we talk about the equipment and you know, laminating is the is the key product I want to talk about. And the IFL, you mentioned an inline uh, you know, laminating operation, which is stunning. And it really at GPAD, at Glass Processing and Automation Days last March, made a huge uh, impact. I mean, people were talking about, quote unquote, the Burkle. 
the the pretty much during and after it really caught people's eyes. Your presentation was spectacular. Uh, talk about you know introducing people to uh, an inline laminated sort of operation because it's not what people are used to in the glass and glazing industry. Yeah, for sure. And um, you know, we uh, just a little bit of history on yeah, the please. IFL. You know, I, I get the question a lot about, hey, this is a new technology. You know, why should we invest? There's a lot of risk here. You know, certainly you and I have talked in the past about some of the flash in the pan different lamination products that have come out in the past that have really burned some folks. Um, so, you know, it's an uphill battle for sure uh, to convince people to get away from the prenup and autoclave, there's no doubt. But what I'd like to say is, you know, when we when you look at our product, you know, it's easy to think, hey, this is something new. You know, you've only got two of these systems in the U.S. right now. But this was born from our solar uh, lamination product line. And we've been in the solar industry for about 15 years doing glass, glass, solar lamination in the film film world and glass batching lamination um, in the crystalline world. So you want to talk about a difficult lamination process. Once you take a piece of glass, you're encapsulant <laughs> all the cells, all the wires, encapsulant and a flexible sheet on the back and keep everything from moving. That's a challenge. Yes. You know, taking a couple of pieces of glass and, and laminating them together for us, uh, there's always challenges, but it, it's much, much easier for us. <clears throat> um, just glass, glass lamination. So, I mean, again, you know, we basically just took the first step of our, our PV lamination system and placed a, a new piece in there that's more conducive to glass, glass lamination. So we've got a lot of history. Everything is the same, the heating systems, the controls, the, the transport system. So we've got 15 years of experience with this tool. The only difference now is that the first step is different. Instead of a platen and membrane lamination process, we have a platen platen process where we're squeezing everything together. Um, and that, that direct contact from our heated steel platen to the glass allows us to soften up and melt that inner layer much, much faster than an autoclave process. Right. So you know, the inline flat lamination, the IFL, um, it, you know, it's definitely a game changer. It's new and through GPAD and the trade shows and industry events, the glass conference, you know, our goal right now is to simply educate the market. And, you know, again, we know that, that we've got a, a hill to climb here, but there's a lot of excitement about it. As you mentioned, GPAD, um, you know, the factory, I can't take all the credit. You know, our, our folks in Germany did a great job of putting presentation together. Yeah. They had great animation that allowed me to efficiently explain how the machine works, how the process works, and then show those major differences between the traditional processes and the IFL. So, yeah, uh, you know, again, it's it's an exciting process for us, an exciting new uh, product, um, and and Burkle is really putting a lot of effort and and investing heavily into this. You know, as seen, and we're going to be you know doing some more magazine ads and certainly be at all the conferences and and had a great booth at Glass Tech and had a lot of activity there. Yeah. everybody around the world and took away a few leads for the U.S. here from Glass Tech as well. So I'm kind of rambling there, but. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, I think it, 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 we get excited about it. It's a really cool product. It, it is. And so, it, you know, for, for maybe, and I might be wrong with this, but I've always looked at it as almost like it's very similar to a tempering oven because it's flat and the way the glass is running through there, but it's, it's laminating. And so, so, you know, you, you, to me, it's like, my gosh, it takes out all of that nightmare of rolling carts around into an autoclave because you're just running it right in line. So it's an efficiency, you know, mastermind there. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's, and like you say, we're, we're feeding the system, you know, just like we will uh, a, a tempering furnace. So it's playing Tetris, you know, optimizing as much as we can, yep. um, using that optimization software upstream at cutting um, with the ERP and all that. So when those bed loads get to us, you know, we're shooting for 80% bed load if possible, but more if, if, if we can. Um, and then, you know, it's a three-step process. So we have two heating presses and the, and the last process is a cooling press. Um, you know, so we talk about, you know, in, in addition to, of course, the inline, like I said, you take all the operators out of the middle of this, right? So yes. there's no, it's just your, it's your traditional operators upstream, you know, between washing and, and our in-feed conveyor. And then we designed our outfeed conveyor to be a trimming station. So if you're going to do it the old fashioned manual way, you need a total of three operators. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Our largest machine, the 2650, which is 2600 by 5,000, will compete roughly with an eight foot diameter by 20 foot autoclave is, is where we kind of find yeah, we're at produ or produ production wise. Um, so huge labor savings, you know, no more spacers and just all of that goes away. You know, if we want to talk about, uh, you know, traditional impact glass three and three and 090 PVD, you know, we can have a tack time around 15 minutes and we're striving to get a little bit lower than that. Yeah. We've been working with the inner layer guys. Um, you know, we don't have anything specifically designed, but we've had the, the inner layer guys at our factory in Germany running some tests and trials, working together to get those cycle times even lower. Nice, so nice. We love to be around the, the 12, 13 minute mark. And we think with some more testing and process development, we can get down there. Nice, nice. I'm with Kyle Lindersmith, uh, sales manager at Burkle America, Burkle USA. Find them online, burkleamerica.com, and you'll be able to see uh, this IFL in action along with so many other things. It's a, a great website, a lot going on there. And uh, one note on Glass Tech that I wrote it on my blog and I have to point it out to you. I loved watching you from afar on the touchscreen. You you literally were reminding me of John Madden. You're circling stuff and you're going boom. And then the glass goes here and then boom, boom. And it was it was great to watch. You had that John Madden feel to you. Those uh those old enough who watch this podcast or listen to this podcast will know what I'm talking about. The younger crew would have the only thing John Madden in the video game. But uh, kudos to you. It was a great presentation there i can get a bit animated and, and when i'm passionate about something you know it's the fingers start pointing and i gotta make sure i don't have too much caffeine and go too fast right <laughs> you you nailed it and i i think there there wasn't enough caffeine to go around in germany to keep us all awake that's for sure because that was a that was a that was a tough slog that was a tough slog. So, so fun one. Uh, I'm curious. This is a fun question for you. Uh, yeah, I do it with all my guests uh, on every podcast. Who in the world, dead or alive, would you want to have dinner with and why? You know, I thought about that, and that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, you know, alive these days, uh, you know, everything, I just can't really come up with anybody that's really like an idol or I'd like to spend a lot of time with yeah. in, in the public life. But realistically, you know, I thought about thought about it. And it may be a little corny, but I'd probably like to go back and have dinner with my grandpa again nice. on uh, my mother's side. Just, uh, you know, as I grew up, you know, we'd certainly see him at Christmas and the holidays and all that fun stuff. But, uh, you know, I never really spent a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with him. And he was the, he's where I got all of my technical skills, um, building his own houses, owned a body gotcha. shop for years and years. And, and, you know, I just look back and kind of wished that I'd sat down with him and over a couple of beers and, and talked about, you know, how'd you do this and how'd you do that? And how'd you learn this and how'd you learn that? And I, as I said, you know, I, I, I love technical stuff, but I'm always fiddling with things. And so it'd be fun to go back and spend some time to, 
for the last, you know, 10 years of his life, he had Alzheimer's. And so he just didn't really have that opportunity to sit down and, and kind of chew the fat like that, you know? And so that's probably who I'd enjoy spending some time. I like that. Great answer. Class, class answer. Great answer. Makes tons of sense. Thank you for, uh, for playing along with that. A couple more questions. Cause I know you're, you're swamped. You, you, you wear a lot of hats, uh, no matter what, uh, an install for you guys just completed one in the Northeast. Everything go. Okay. Everybody happy. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, you know, nothing's perfect, right? You're, you're moving four giant boxes, which are super heavy loads and another three or four shipping containers and hundreds of thousands of pounds. So there's, always going to be a little hiccup here and there but um the, the customer you speak of is is by winco um okay they're north PA, and you know uh, it, it's no secret we had a a linkedin post you know after the original order you know great group of folks up there and really excited to see their expansion and to be part of that um and they're 100 percent autoplay or i'm sorry 100 percent ifl no autoplay great so we've got a brand new site there and and Again, we're just thrilled to be part of that process and, and work together closely with the team here on process development. We've still got a few tweaks and tunes to make here and there, but we're very, very close. They're in production and um, they've been very gracious and offered to allow us to potentially bring some customers in for tours. And so we're looking forward to that in the future. That's a big question I'm getting a lot at the trade shows sure. and in a lot of my presentations is, you know, can we see one? Can we see one? Yeah. And um, again, they're, they're a great group of folks, you know, privately held and just easy to get along with. And it, it's been a great process. With them. Absolutely. Vywinco, great company uh, and, and forward thinking and a, and a nice move here, uh, you know, working with you. Uh, and so so going forward, uh, what are you looking at for the for the new year? I mean, uh, I know, uh, you know, it, it's a it's a crazy world we're in right now. Things uh, seemingly change on the dime. The stock market goes up a uh, thousand points one day, uh, goes back yeah. down the next. I mean, it's it's just it's bonkers. But uh, how about you and Burkle? What are you guys looking at for twenty twenty three? You know, it's, we got to keep plugging away here. Um, you know, some of the challenges we have, you know, along with all the equipment suppliers out there, in lead time. You know, we're uh, yeah. we're having a tough time, you know, sourcing components. So we just got to keep plugging away. Um, for me, on the glass side of things, it's just to continue the education. Um, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job of, of developing a network here in the glass industry, going from zero to kind of where we're at in the course of maybe 18 months. So I'm, I'm quite proud of what we've been able to achieve there. We've still got a lot of work to do. Um, you know, hopefully close a few orders here in the next three or four months or whatever. Um, we've definitely seen and getting some traction and interest in the BIPV. Certainly yeah. folks out there like yeah. the Next Energies and the Ubiquitous Energy you know, this transparent solar is, is so cool and what a wonderful technology. And I think the IFL is a great fit for some of these kind of out of the box production methods for some of these different products. And so I think we're well suited to, to make some inroads there with some of the different type of stuff out there rather than just safety glass. Um, so that's some excitement there. I'm working with those guys, um, you know, just staying on top of, of the new uh, products that are coming out. Uh, I mean, again, I keep going back to the IPV. I think this is going to be a big deal, you know, whether it's the transparent solar or integrated PV, whatever the case may be with the Inflation Reduction Act and all of this. Uh, you know, I yeah. think that you just hear more and more about everybody partnering up with somebody, you know, yeah. to, to develop, you know, some type of BIPV. So we're going to focus on that. Certainly, as we know, with, as I mentioned, the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, you know, this is going to take off. And I think there's some huge opportunities there. So we've got to make sure that we position ourselves in the market, the proper spots here and are chasing the right customers. It's, you know, as we've discussed, you know, offline, 
you know, the, the IFL is, is an investment, you know, yep. when compared to the traditional autoclave. You know, if you're greenfield, I think that we're very competitive uh, with the infrastructure that's required for the clave process. But, you know, if you're an existing autoclave processor, then, you know, the IFL can, can be a pretty large capital investment. And so, it, again, it's just a, a matter, I keep saying it, of educating the market, growing our network, um, yep. and getting everybody aware of, of what this is, what it can do. The, the energy consumption is half of the autoclave, the labor, yeah. the inline process. If you automate up front and you automate in the back end, the glass comes in, the glass goes out. Which yeah. I, I think that in, in a labor, a labor week world that we're in right now, uh, I think more automation and products like yours are things that make the most sense, you know, because you just, the labor situation is never going to get better. It's really only in a best case scenario, stay the same. Uh, but most likely it's going to get worse. I mean, it's yeah. just, just the way we're going. Uh, and so products like like the IFL from Burkle and others that I've had on this podcast make a lot of sense. And then like you're mentioning, I mean, whether it's transparent photovoltaics, which I'm a huge fan of, and I've talked about many times on this podcast, or just laminated glass and whole, it is a massively hot market. Uh, and everything is starting to move in different ways to some sort of laminate because of its acoustic and structural and, and so on. So, so I think you're in a good, good spot uh, overall. Uh, and I just love the fact that I was just so taken by the machine because you know, I grew up in an autoclave world, uh, you know, and I grew up in seeing, uh, you know, bulldog clips from Staples all the way around a piece of glass, you know, you know, you know, you know, things like that. And then to see what yours did, you know, I, I was in the tank. I was like, oh, God, that's the most awesome thing I've ever seen. So that's why I've wanted to have you on and talk more just because I think it's just game changing. Yep. Yep. And the, the reaction at GPAD was fun, as you may remember. You know, my my German colleague bowed out at the last minute yep. and that got dumped on me. And I think it was high school was the last time I had spoke publicly. So there were some nerves there, that's for sure. But with the help of that automation and uh, it, it was a lot of fun at the end of the day. Yeah, you rocked it. And, and Kyle, my friend, anytime that somebody is using your machine has kind of like the jello or Kleenex of a, of a, of a, a scenario when they're saying the Burkle, I, I think you did something right. I think you did yeah. something right. So I'm proud of that. It's, yeah. It's, and now, of course, it's not autoclave or prenup or whatever. You know, they've got their own names. But yeah, certainly. I've, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we've branded, you mm -hmm. know, the Burkle here and people will know what that is um, when we're talking the land world. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, very exciting and a lot of fun on the business development into this. It's It's been a fun ride for me. Awesome. Awesome. We'll keep up the good work. I've been with Kyle Lindersmith, sales manager of PV and Glass at Burkle, uh, Burkle America, Burkle USA. Find them online, burkleamerica.com. Check them out. Uh, you'll be able to see Kyle's picture on the site. Reach out to him if you need to. But thank you, my friend, for taking the time today. I appreciate it. Yep. You have a good weekend. Okay, okay. Thank you very much for uh, checking out this month. Uh, again, thanks to Laura Little and Mike Soroka from Gold Ray Glass, Kyle Lindersmith from Burkle. Great stuff from those folks and great people. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, uh, top of the top. Very fortunate to have uh, those sort of folks on the podcast. Uh, a couple quick notes before we wrap up. I teased uh, what's coming up next month, and I will get to that uh, in a second. But TV-wise, uh, Tulsa Kings on uh, Paramount+. Plus. I wrote about on my blog, Sylvester Stallone. So far, so good. It's a good watch. Also, if you're into that action sort of Middle East uh, genre, 
Fada comes back on Netflix January 20th, I believe, for their fourth season. Definitely one of my favorites. Okay, so next podcast in a couple weeks with Steve Widener of NSG Pilkington, Pilkington America, North America. Great guy. Nice interview. Uh, it is my typical year-ender one-on-one with an industry influencer. Last year, I was honored to have Mr. Freeze uh, from the Freeze Foundation. Uh, this year, it's Steve Widener. Uh, it's already done. It's already in the book, so I can, I can actually tease that. Uh, that is coming up uh, in a couple weeks, so check that out. So that's it for me for this one. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting, and I'll see you soon. Oh, the music is stopped.